This is the only podcast you'll ever need. I am the Mercurial number six. There is no Bill today. And that is because for the next episode of Six of One and Bill of the Other, we are going to be reviewing Ahsoka, Star Wars uh, series. Unfortunately, one of us didn't get round to watching all the episodes in time. Let's not name any names. It might be me. And so as a placeholder episode, I thought I'd just fill time. And I am somebody who red flags their life. If you ever used Outlook, the email system, you know, when you get an email, you can deal with it immediately or you can put a little red flag on it to say, this is really important. Must deal with it at the the first opportunity. Before you know it, you may well have 10, 20, 100, 1,000 red flagged emails. And what happens if you red flag your life? Someone asks you to watch eight episodes of Star Wars and you say, certainly red flag. Someone asks you to put a podcast out at 6 p.m. on a Thursday evening. You say, certainly red flag. Half past three on said Thursday afternoon, you think, I haven't really got a topic. I need to film this. I need to edit this. I need to put it out into the world. I haven't got anything to say. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Thinking about it now, if there were to be a Mercurial number six album, musical album, I could do worse than call it red flag. The thing is, this is how I operate. And let's be honest here. We're talking about procrastination. I will put off till tomorrow something that I could do today. And I do that with everything. And my way of justifying it throughout the course of my life has been because I do everything like that, that is the only way I ever accomplish anything. It's the only way I achieve my goals is to leave everything until the last possible second. But it gets me, it gets me into trouble. And this moment right now feels like trouble. I've got a YouTube channel, The Mercurial Number Six, where I mostly these days do reaction videos. I listen to music and I allegedly, supposedly react to said music. Actually, I just tell stories about my life and just mess about. But I also have a Patreon account. And the Patreon place is somewhere people can go to reward me for my effort. Because when it comes to YouTube, because of copyright issues, everything I do, all my efforts, monetarily goes to the record companies. I get zero. So Patreon is somewhere where people can go to say, Mercurial number six, I want to shake your hand. I value the things you've done for me. You've changed my life. And it's also somewhere where you can get my videos quicker. I'll release them there first. And you can also get them unedited. So there's a lot of value to going there. So please go there and consider it. Uh, Recently, Patreon have introduced something where people can subscribe for a certain amount of money per month. That's fine. But they've also put on there now where I can sell things directly. And I can sell videos And I thought, well, what kind of, if I'm already making videos, what kind of video could I make that people might be interested in? And over the years, I've had a lot of people asking, what's the process, Mercurial number six, when it comes to making your reaction videos? And there is the potential for an examination of that process to be interesting, because when it comes to my video editing and my audio editing, we're talking about years 
of experience, especially with the music production. But when it comes to the visuals as well, people have picked up on the fact that I'm not just somebody who sits and nods his head along to some music. I go above and beyond that. I'm trying to provide as, li as, as much as I can, being a one-man band, in my, I wrongly sometimes call this studio my jail cell, but it's a jail cell of my own choosing. Uh, you make your bed, you lie in it. But as much as I can, me against the world, I try and make everything interesting. So I thought, I'll do a documentary about the process of creating a Mercurial Number no. 6 reaction. And I started a few months ago. I picked Mac Miller's Circles as the album that I would document the creation from beginning to end and it'll come out soon enough in the in the process of time sign up to my patreon so when it pops up in your feed you can go oh i must that's the video mccurry number six was talking about and what happened was i'm editing that video now this documentary and i think i've already got up to the three hour mark with it so it's going to be a, it's going to be a monstrosity. The only reason I can justify, because you're supposed to kill your children, remember? Just because you have ideas, you don't put everything onto the page. You don't film everything. You don't put everything out there. You edit, edit, edit. But I thought, no, if someone's going to pay to watch this video, that means they've already shown a level of interest above and beyond. So I can. I can put it out there into the world. Hours and hours of it. People can dip in, dip out. But what I found was, over time, and this wasn't something like a preconceived idea or notion. This just happened. What started out as being a document of the creative process when it comes to making what is often considered the lowest form of art, uh, reaction videos, People watching TV shows and nodding and laughing. So-and-so <laughs> uh, -so watches Halloween for the first time. So-and-so watches The Exorcist for the first time. So-and-so listens to Kanye West. The, 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 the process of my interpretation of what a reaction is. What happened was, what happened was, what happened was, three hours in, I realised that I'm pretty much recording the video version of a self-help book. And I realise that I'm almost preaching to the viewer, which sounds pretentious. But then during the edit, I'm looking at myself on the screen and I realise that I'm preaching to me. I'm preaching to myself. Self-help, genuine self-help. I'll be honest with you, overall, over the course of what's been over a thousand videos now, since 2015 on my Mercurial Number no. 6 channel, I try to keep it kind of impersonal. I try not to reveal too much of myself. I try and make it about humour and life stories that could be applied to anybody's life and to make it about the music. But right now, I do feel like I'm going through a little bit of a midlife crisis. And it's thinking about death, which has been an ongoing theme across the years on my Mercurial Number no. 6 channel. Everybody dies. Some people live to a ripe old age. Some people die young. And it doesn't take 
very many instances of people dying young to make my fear of the passing of time more prominent in my brain brings it to the forefront and what we're going to talk about are achievements and accomplishments and I'm going to talk about the Grim Reaper now there are algorithms out there that take every factor of your life they run it through uh, mathematics through equations and they can chuck out this might be science fiction okay but it can chuck out a date and a time of your death or it may be more real world than that illness but someone approaches you and hands to you the date of your death and in this specific imaginary situation which we're now going to examine we're told we're dying in five years five years from today at this point you and i need to reevaluate our accomplishments and our achievements in life we've only got five years left are you successful am i successful i've often talked about this with bill and the first thing we have to do is define success. What is it to be successful? What does it mean to be successful? What is an achievement and an accomplishment that's worthy of describing as success? I'm a member of Generation X. And back in the day, thousands of years ago, there would be my equivalent, caveman. How did the caveman define success? What was a successful life for a caveman? Staying alive? If you approach a caveman and tell him he's got five years left to live, what will he do differently in that five years with that knowledge? I'm Generation X. You approach me and you tell me I've got five years left to live. What do I do with that knowledge? This is something I think about all the time at the moment. This is why I believe I'm in the midst of a midlife crisis. Are we really talking about legacy? Is that the difference between the caveman and the man of today. You're gonna die in five years time. Are you worried about how you'll be remembered? I think the most a caveman could do would be to paint a picture of a bear on his cave wall that might survive post-death and people of the future might look at it and go, oh, look at that, a painting of a bear. Maybe one caveman, one solitary caveman had the ultimate legacy. He discovered how to create fire. Then everybody after him, until the creation of the wheel, had nothing. A void, emptiness, a vacuum. Legacy versus void. How important is legacy? Your achievements and your accomplishments that survive beyond your death. If you're an artist, music, paintings, movies, things that people will watch, beyond your grave and talk about you forever. Hitchcock, Da Vinci, John Lennon. But then you'll say, Mercurial number six, don't worry about it because you'll be dead. And if anyone is watching the future version of YouTube in their, in their living room and watching and going, wow, this, this, this old uh, reaction video to that old Kanye West album, oh, this is brilliant, this Mercurial number six bloke, you won't be there to know they're saying it. If they're listening to a Mercurial number six album, you won't know 
You'll be dead. The worms will be writhing through your rotting corpse. Legacy versus Void. Is it? Who was it? Ugh, I think the Dalai Lama. I don't know. Is it? Is the meaning of life to be happy? People say that to me. Mercurial number six. They, they say my name right. Mercurial number six. Don't worry about any of that. Procrastination and red flagging your life. The most important thing aren't your potential accomplishments. It isn't overall success. Are you happy? Fundamentally, boiled down to its essence, are you happy? And for a moment there, I sit back and I think, oh, okay, that's a, that's a, that's a good point. Am I happy? Is that what it comes down to? And I think, oh, do, do you know what? Who cares if I'm happy? It's not black and white. There's two sides to that coin. Happiness without achievement. Achievement without happiness. If you're watching this now, and in the future, you discover the cure for cancer, but you were never happy. Is that success? If someone else achieves nothing with their life, they just walk around, they eat, they drink, they sleep, but they're always happy. They have fun, they enjoy their lives. Is that success? Are both success? Potentially, can you choose to define anything as success? Someone walks up to you and says, you've got five years to live. I would want to eliminate mundanity. You tell me I've got five years left to live. I don't want to wash any more dishes. I don't want to clear out any more cat litter trays. I don't want to do anything that's tedious. I've only got five years. But then we come to rich versus poor. You might be able to afford to eliminate tedium and mundanity. And the next person has no choice. Am I talking myself into the notion that success is defined by money? No, no, I can't be. I can't be. It has been said that money can't buy you love. I've disputed that over my life. I've tried to argue, and I think I've believed it, that actually money can pretty much buy you anything. However, now that we're in this scenario where you're told you've got five years left to live, I don't know. Money would help, wouldn't it? Does money equal success? If you won the lottery tomorrow, if you won $100 million, is that success? I could argue it both ways. So, I'm approaching you. I'm the Grim Reaper. And I'm telling you, you've got five years from today to the day you die. What are you going to change in your life? What are the things you currently do that you wouldn't be doing if you knew you only had five years left? The fact that that could even be a game changer, that additional knowledge, should say it all. Maybe we should all be making changes. Maybe we shouldn't need that info. Maybe that's the mid-life crisis. 
Thank you very much. The next episode will be six of one and Bill of the other, and we will be discussing Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. Until then. Over and...